Riding through this world All alone God takes your soul You're on your own The crow flies straight A perfect line On the devil's back Until you die And welcome, everybody, to a very special recorded episode of the Crossroads Podcast. It's me, it's me, it's the dustiest man in the game, the man of a thousand gimmicks, the diamond in the rough, Diamond Dave. So, the reason why I'm recording this episode right now is for two reasons. First off, it is currently Saturday, January 30th, approaching... 8 p.m. And tomorrow night, we have the first stop on the road to WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble. Now, obviously, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that my episodes usually release Monday morning at 10 a.m. So I was thinking, what would be the point of doing a preview episode of the Royal Rumble and gloss over some big things that happened this week, even though this episode is pretty much going to focus on the preview of the Royal Rumble, why would I record that for it to release on Monday? When I could drop it a day earlier, this episode is going to be dropping Sunday morning, the day of the Royal Rumble. So I'll record the preview and drop it earlier, and then treat your ear holes to a second episode this week that will be completely focused on a Royal Rumble review. Because at that point in time, we will have the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble and who, which brand the winner may challenge. Same thing with the men. So... That's where my thought process went. So we're just going to roll with it. So I mentioned that this is going to focus on the Royal Rumble preview. However, we did have some uh, pretty cool things happen. uh, Not really like across all the shows, SmackDown, obviously, we know, is completely better than Raw. Raw is in the garbage. You'd love to see it. But, um, yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that happened on Raw is we had Randy Orton induct another member of the female RKO club. In the fact that during Alexa Bliss's championship match against Asuka, Randy Orton shows up and RKO's Alexa. So now I actually saw a picture of this on Twitter. Randy has a ninth or a tenth female head on his wall of women that he has RKO'd over the course of his career. Now, the big question is whether this is going to lead to the fiend returning. I mentioned last week. That currently it's as if the spirit of the fiend has possessed Alexa, being that you know the fiend was uh lit on fire. But maybe this is going to slowly draw him out to a reincarnation sort of a deal and become even more badass and more fearsome and more dangerous than he was before. I personally would really like that, maybe even have a new design for his mask. Obviously, we know how Bray Wyatt evolved from the leader of the Wyatt family, coming back as a fiend, and then, you know, uh... Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. So Bray Wyatt has already got this uh, 
faces of Foley type of a deal going. So I really, it wouldn't surprise me if, in fact, we do get a new version of The Fiend. That's just me. Take it to the bank if you'd like. If you don't, you can just throw it back. Now, outside of the WWE Championship between Drew McIntyre and Oldberg, uh, there's one other uh, match um, from the Raw side of the roster that will be on Royal Rumble, and that is Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Now, the interesting thing about this is the fact that Nia, Shayna, and you have to also think potentially Charlotte, if uh, I have to check uh, my um, notes, I'm not... Let me check that right now so I can get it out of the way. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Char- Charlotte as well. All three of those women are also in the Royal Rumble. Asuka has not. Obviously, she's a women's champion. But there have been times in the past where a sitting champion has entered the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. But anyway, uh, I, I, I've i always been interested in the fact, like nowadays you don't see a lot of superstars pulling the double duty. But we have three pulling double duty just from that match. Once again, take that to the bank if you'd like. Throw it back if you don't. But maybe if you see where my mind's going, you could potentially see what I'm hinting at. But we'll get to that a little later in the show. Now, another big thing that happened during Raw was the Hurt Business Gauntlet, in which Matt Riddle, Riddle, sorry, my bad. He's always going to be Matt Riddle to me. Anyway, Matt Riddle ran the gauntlet in order to earn a United States Championship match against Bobby Lashley. And he was able to do it not completely on his own accord, but also with the continued disjunction between Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, which also spilled over to distracting MVP and allowing Riddle to get a quick roll-up under his belt. So the big question is when this match is going to happen. I personally feel they could have added it to the Royal Rumble. But let's be serious, the the men and women's Royal Rumble are obviously the matches that you focus on. And they're not going to be short matches. Now, I have some personal feelings about those matches that I will also get to later in the show. But I can understand keeping the Royal Rumble card to a five-match uh, card. So, I'm not sure if the next episode, the next pay-per-view is going to be Fastlane or if it's going to be Elimination Chamber. I'll have to look that up uh, for next week's episode. But I guess we'll see. Another big announcement is the fact that WWE Network has been sold to NBC Universal and will uh, be a part of their Peacock streaming service. Now, the deal is, I want to say, Five years, a billion. Personally, I'm not a fan of it, but then I thought about all the shows that are also going to be on Peacock, and I'm just happy I get I get to rewatch Parks and Recreation. Literally, I love that show. So it's a good deal, a lot of money, and also you figure the other people who are going to subscribe to the service will now be allowed to have access to this huge, 
huge, amazing collective library that the WWE Network has. So, listeners, be ready because Fastlane is going to be the first pay-per-view that is streamed on the Peacock streaming service as part of this deal. Yes, your WWE Network subscriptions will be null and void. You can happily delete them and go from there. So, it is what it is. Moving on to NXT. Now, the big thing coming out of NXT really is we have our first match announced for the February 14th TakeOver event. And that is a triple threat match between Io Shirai, Tony Storm, and Mercedes Martinez. Obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Tony Storm and Io Shirai have lots of history together. Not only in WWE NXT, but also in Japan, they did battle with stardom, obviously, in the Mae Young Classic, so it's going to be great, and then you add another extremely talented individual, such as Mercedes Martinez, who, if you remember correctly, was the one who helped train Shayna Baszler for WWE and wrestling, very talented. And also, you got to give Mercedes Martinez credit for asking not to be part of the Retribution faction. So, actually, I brought up Retribution. It was also just announced earlier today that Mia Young tested positive for COVID-19. Obviously, we hate to see it. Sending our best wishes for a speedy recovery to Mia. Um, Unfortunately, that means she's not going to be a part of the Royal Rumble. However, she has a very blossoming career on top of an an already phenomenal career on the indies and in other organizations that this small setback isn't going to hurt her. Now, I'm actually not going to really talk about the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic because I I can't keep track of the matches that are on NXT and the matches that are also on 205 Live, which is interesting because 205 Live used to just be the Cruiserweights, but now it's also the Dusty Rhodes thing. I don't know. It's really hard to uh, keep up with, but in the the women's division... Uh, the Women's Cup, your semifinals are as follows. You have Kaden Carter and Casey Catanzaro against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And then in the other bracket, you have Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae of The Way versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. So... Those are going to be really dope. Unfortunately, I don't want to like completely stall my momentum right now. You guys can hear it in my voice. I'm excited. I love Royal Rumble weekend. And I don't want to stall that momentum by having to look up the uh, men's uh, Dusty Rhodes Cup, um, whatchamacallit, bracket. Uh, but also... On NXT, we had, uh, we also had Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly, to the unlikeliest of allies, take on Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan in a tag match. They got the win, a very hard-fought match. But then, of course, you get the you get Pete Dunne, who was believed to no longer be in the building, showing up to kick the shit out of everyone. Um, but what really I took coming out of this was the fact that Finn Balor stood with Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roddy and Roderick Strong 
in the ring. It almost looked like a faction. Now, obviously, we know that once again, Bobby Fish is injured. He is the oldest member of the group. His body is not getting any younger. I'm not sure if this is going to lead to Finn Balor joining Undisputed Era, Undisputed Era aligning with Balor and forming a new sort of Balor club. But I even mentioned last week, I would love to see this happen and then potentially get a power struggle down the road. Obviously, we as fans love the power struggle storylines. Especially with these competitors. These competitors literally... I mean, Kyle O'Reilly is showing what he hasn't been able to being in the shadow of Adam Cole. And the most ironic thing is the fact that matches they've had between each other are also phenomenal. If you want to look it up, look up Storytime with Adam Cole leading into Final Battle. And it was a promo that Adam Cole uh, cut a vignette about Kyle O'Reilly keep getting shots at his ROH championship um, and it being the last time. And he, Kyle O'Reilly actually did show up and win the title. Unfortunately, he didn't hold it for long. I believe he won it at ROH Final Battle and lost it a couple weeks later at um, Wrestle Kingdom. So check out that footage if you'd like. If you don't, like I said, you can just throw it back to me. And we once again had a an attack on Kurt Stallion. So the Cruiserweight Championship match got postponed to next week. Um, but the craziest thing was what happened afterwards. Legado de Fantasma were getting packed up to leave. And under uh, Santos Escobar's gear was a tarot card. Of course, we remember recently Karrion Cross and Scarlett had the vignette with the tarot cards. Now, my questioning is what would lead to Karrion Cross, <coughs> excuse me, wanting to feud with uh, Santos Escobar? He's not a cruiserweight. We know that. So I don't know if maybe we're going to get Cross distraction to help Kurt Stallion win the championship and then followed by that a small feud that's further bringing Killer Cross to the top obviously going through champions former champions etc etc it helps pad your resume a little bit so I'm a Killer Cross guy I have a killer I have a tattoo of his first t-shirt design um in NXT, so literally just give me give me all the cross. That's all I need. But we'll see where it takes us. I didn't really watch AEW. The one thing I'll say is Jungle Boy beat Dax Harwood uh, while Luchasaurus, Cash, and Tully were handcuffed to each other. And Tully even got physical. Cool. And apparently, uh, John Moxley likes having sex in the morning. Hey, it's all good, brother. All good. Now going on to SmackDown. Now, two thing, three things really stuck out to me with SmackDown. One, Bianca Belair. She beat... Bailey last week in that obstacle course, and obviously, if you remember correctly, the obstacle course was upgraded when she ran it versus the bitch one that Bailey did. But Bianca Belair beat Bailey in a match, even with a kayfabe arm injury. You know, you know how they do it. But Bianca is. Bianca's finally seems to have creative behind her. I mean, she's she's literally just showcasing all of her talent. 
Now, I've read a lot on Twitter that people are expecting her to win the Rumble. I, in a perfect world, yes, I would 100% agree with you. However, I don't think it is to be. First off, we'll talk about this more later. There's still the unknown of Ronda Rousey. If Ronda Rousey comes back, she's sure as hell winning that belt. Uh, winning the Rumble. Now, if not, there are different storylines you can really book. But I, I think the safe bet, and like I said, I will talk more about this in the Royal Rumble section of tonight's episode. I think... Bianca Belair is going to pad her Royal Rumble resume with another Iron Woman performance. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to be length of time and eliminations, both just length of time or just most eliminations, but we are going to see Bianca show out. Now, what it could lead to If the winner of the Royal Rumble is not a SmackDown superstar, that performance could very well put Bianca on the road to challenging for the belt. Once again, that depends on Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. Let's be serious. WWE's booking is not very consistent, so... I don't know, but Bianca Belair is the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Moving on, the second thing that I really took from SmackDown is that last match that started off as a tag, that's, it literally went from a tag match to a six-man tag match. To a five-on-four tag match. To a five-on-five tag match. And the funniest thing is, I believe majority of the competitors in that match were not a part of SmackDown. Because, once again, we had the return of the cross-brand Invitational. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? (laughs) No, I don't. It's fucking stupid. Well, anyway... You had Miz, you had Morrison, you had Sheamus. Like, I, I don't even want to go through all of it. I, I like, I think it, it, it was, oh, you had AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, like, it, I hate, I hate the Invitational. I, I, I really hate it. It's stupid. I can understand why, but the funniest thing is you never see the SmackDown superstars going to Raw. You always see the Raw superstars coming to SmackDown. Gee, I wonder why that is. Maybe because of the fact that, oh, yeah, SmackDown's a better show and doesn't need the rub from the D show Raw. But what really came out of this was we got the return of Braun Strowman. Now, Braun Strowman was supposed to face Roman Reigns. He got injured. Plans changed. He got written off with the storyline suspension. And he came back from the storyline suspension on a day that uh, good old Adam Pearce was not in the building. So, it'll be interesting to see if, in fact, Braun Strowman competes in the Royal Rumble. Potentially wins the Royal Rumble. If it's contested by Adam Pierce. And if it's contested, we potentially might see the return of defending the. Oh, uh, similar to the defending of the uh, I, of the G1 Climax briefcase, defending the right to challenge in the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, I'm not saying I'm expecting. Um, Braun Strowman to win, but I'm just saying to keep that in your brain while you're watching the Royal Rumble. And finally, the the uh, dual interview with Roman slash Paul Heyman in one room and Kevin Owens in another room. First off, 
while I'm not a fan of Everrise, I do have to give kudos to Kevin Owens for wearing the Everrise rule shirt, Everrise rules shirt, promoting his fellow uh, Quebecers from NXT. And even funnier was on Twitter, Roman Reigns even said, once I beat you at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to have those shirts removed from the the WWE shop. I found that absolutely hilarious. Does Roman Reigns, can he do that? I don't know. But if you're a fan of Everrise, kayfabe, go get your shirts quickly. They may not be there come Monday or Friday. Who the fuck knows? But... That story, that dual interview really struck on every emotion chord. Like, Roman even called out, like, you know, the way Kevin was raised by his parents and his grandparents, and uh, what's going to happen when he loses. And then his family asks, Why couldn't you have just acknowledge him as a tribal chief, as a man who helps put food on our table, yada, yada, yada. And mind you, this is a, this is a last man standing match. So literally anything can happen. So now let's go into the Royal Rumble card. Now, first and foremost, I just want to mention one thing. Everyone's really excited about Bad Bunny performing live. Now, I don't, I haven't really heard his stuff. I've just heard of Bad Bunny. So I don't really know what the hype is all about. But they did release this really dope limited edition Bad Bunny Royal Rumble shirt. Um, all, all of my friends are literally like so excited for for this performance, I'm ta- I'm looking at you, uh, Philium, All Elite Poppy, MJ, Isa, NYC Demon Diva. Yes, I, I, I've seen how excited you guys are for it. Like, I, I, I'm looking forward to it too. Who knows? <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe I'll be a fan after I see him perform live at the Royal Rumble. But I do like that they are using the Royal Rumble. Mind you, still without fans. It's nice that they're, you know, sprucing it up a little bit like the big four pay-per-view it is with a live performance. We know that we usually get that for WrestleMania, of course, SummerSlam, not not really uh, Survivor Series, and it hasn't really been the case for Rumble. But, hey, I might become a fan once we see this. So, as I said before, we have a five, yes, Five, 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 five match card. We have the two rumbles. We have the two. Oh, I'm sorry. Six card. The the women's tag. I completely forgot about it. So you have the two main titles, Universal and WWE Heavyweight. The two rumbles. Then you have the SmackDown Women's Championship and you have the Women's Tag Team Championship. Let's get the Women's Tag Team Championship out of the way. You have the champions, Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. Now, I mentioned before, currently Charlotte... Shayna and Nia are all declared for the Royal Rumble. And let's look. Nia and Shayna have their, uh, you know, tension between each other. However, on the champion side, you have Charlotte dealing with uh, Lacey slash her father on the back burner on one hand. Then you have Asuka, who didn't really have a full match with Alexa Bliss which and when you think about it there's only so so much time that Charlotte can not have to deal with Lacey and being that the Alexa Oscar thing hasn't finished I wouldn't be surprised if potentially we could get some uh 
fists, so to speak, during the rumble between Asuka and Alexa. Mind you, Alexa Bliss has, in fact, announced herself for the Royal Rumble. My prediction in this is Nia and Shayna do, in fact, win the championships back. Do I want this to happen? Absolutely not. I think Nia's garbage, and I think Shayna's overrated. But... I'm not really a fan of the tag women's tag slash women's brand double champion because one, if not both of the belts end up getting lessened and we don't see it as much. So take that to the bank. Now, the second match I'm going to talk about is Sasha Banks versus quote unquote untouchable Carmella with most likely her sommelier, Reginald, accompanying her to ringside. Now, Sasha is gold right now, literally and figuratively. They even even just announced she's going to be getting a Star Wars figure. Our Sasha Banks is getting a fucking Star Wars figure. It's going to be a great match. There's going to be a lot of underhandedness, but I expect... I expect Sasha to, in fact, defend this championship. Another thing that's going into my uh, thought process with this is we could potentially get the Bailey and Sasha WrestleMania match we've been clamoring for for fucking years. If, in fact, Bailey potentially wins the Women's Royal Rumble, let that sink in. We could finally get the Bailey and Sasha WrestleMania match. And now that that's been ingrained in my fucking mind, it's all that I want. WWE, please, for us fans, just give us this match. And then they could go their separate ways. I don't care. Just give us this Mania match that we've been clamoring for for so long. However, I do believe that Charlotte, uh, not, um, Carmella will, in fact, join the Women's Royal Rumble having lost this uh, championship, having lost this match. So, who knows? There's a lot of ways that this could go. Now, being that we were just talking about the Women's Royal Rumble, let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble. Currently, we have... 13 13 announced, and as I am recording this, WWE Backstage is doing a return episode, and for some god-awful reason, they decided to have Natalia versus Tamina in a winner uh, enters number 30 in the Royal Rumble. First off, why? Natalia is not the boat, and Tamina missed, missed the boat, so to speak. So, I don't know why, but hey, it's cool. Renee Young, real uh, real name, Renee pa- Paquette, Booker T, and Paige are all currently on FS1 doing this return episode. So, that's pretty damn cool. Especially with the fact that Renee doesn't work for WWE anymore. And she is, in fact, with Dean Ambrose's child that they probably conceived when they had sex one of those mornings. Who knows? Quarantine did that to a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have quarantine babies in the oven. But currently announced for the Women's Royal Rumble, Nia Jax, Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Tamina, and Natalia. And once again, Tamina and Natalia are battling it out on backstage for the 30th spot. That leaves 17 mystery entrants. Now, I can't even begin to fathom who these mystery entrants could be. However, over the past year with the pandemic, there's been a lot of talk of veterans that WWE is bringing back. 
like we've heard names of Ava Marie, we've heard names of Melina. Obviously, Mickey James hasn't been on TV. She was injured for a while. We could potentially see her. Obviously, the usual suspects, Trish and Lita, especially with the fact that uh, Trish has another chalk line jacket coming out. She just uh, dropped the design. It actually looks pretty dope. Um, there are a lot. And then you also have to factor potential NXT superstars. You could see Rhea Ripley finally move to the main roster. We could see other usual suspects. You could get some Io Shirai, maybe some Tony Storm. They are, in fact, all in Florida. Mercedes Martinez. I'm hoping that we have a a decent amount of NXT superstars and a decent amount of veterans. So... I really don't know who to predict to win this, but now that I like put it in my mind that if Bailey wins, we could get Bailey versus Sasha or even Bailey versus Asuka. I I would hope that Bailey would choose Sasha just for the fact that we finally want to get this rumble match. But mind you, Bailey and Asuka have history as well. So Bailey's going to be my, uh, my winner, Bianca Belair, is going to, in fact, be the Iron Woman. And um, we will probably see tension and maybe eliminating each other of the new women's tag team champions. As I predicted, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So, that's now, let's see, that is three matches in. We have the two heavyweight championships left and the men's Royal Rumble. So, let's talk about what's most likely regarded as the less interesting of the two matches. Oldberg versus Drew McIntyre. Now, if this match... No, I'm not going to even say that. I'm sorry. Ever since Goldberg had the match with Taker at at the Saudi show, it, it truly showed how past his prime Goldberg is. And, and the fact that he, li- he literally could have killed Taker with that jackhammer. Like, it was just a terrible match. It was sloppy, yada, yada, yada. Now, if you remember correctly... Goldberg was going to challenge Roman Reigns. Pandemic happened, yada, yada, yada. Uh, That didn't happen. I don't understand why, especially with that stupid Legends night, you'd have him come back to challenge Drew McIntyre. Drew has, he's been a great champion. It's just so unfortunate that his championship has been all throughout the pandemic without fans and even a, even beating Goldberg, it doesn't give him a rub. It doesn't because Goldberg's not who he used to be. So I don't really care for this match. I think Drew McIntyre is going to win. Now that now I'm going to transition with that into what I think it means for the rumble. Goldberg's going to enter the Rumble. And obviously, none of us want Goldberg to win the Royal Rumble. None of us. But we'll save talking about the men's Rumble for later. Now let's move on to the last man standing match between the head of the table, your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, accompanied by his special counsel, Paul Heyman, versus Fight Owens Fight Kevin Owens, fighting for his dignity, fighting for his family. Now, I've mentioned it in many of the past episodes. The biggest problem... Kevin is going to run into is being outnumbered. 
Roman has Jay. That's a definite. Kevin doesn't have anyone to even the odds with Jay. He has a very bad track record with friends. However, there's someone else who we saw a couple months ago who's been injured, and that is Jimmy Uso. He started showing up as a support to Jay before Jay joined Roman. We remember throwing in the towel, etc., etc. I could potentially see us getting a return of Jimmy Uso to align himself with Roman Reigns. So as much as I would love to see Kevin Owens win, not knocking Roman's uh, run, I, I just would like to see Kevin Owens have a universal title run again. He He's literally gold. They both are. This is going to be a great match. I do, in fact, think that it is going to be this unequal sides with Roman having the Usos to KO having none that are going to contribute to Kevin Owens being counted down for the 10, giving the win and title defense to Roman Reigns. Now, same thing I said with Goldberg. If Kevin Owens does, in fact, lose, I do hope he joins the Royal Rumble. I really do. That's just me. Take it to the bank. So our final match of the night is the Men's Royal Rumble. And we have, at time of recording... 21 announced competitors and they are Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley AJ Styles Randy Orton, Otis Miz, Jey Uso Cesaro, Jeff Hardy Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler Shinsuke Nakamura Big E, John Morrison Sheamus, Mustafa Ali Edge King Corbin, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, and Braun Strowman. That is quite the that is quite the Royal Rumble get together, so to speak. Once again, I do not know who these nine mystery entrants could be. One of them, I do think will in fact be Damian Priest, being the fact that, like Rhea Ripley, it seems that he is due for a call-up to one of the two other brands of Raw and SmackDown. Yes, main roster, but let's be serious, NXT's been doing better. NXT, I think, has been better TV than Raw, so there's no way I'm going to consider NXT not the main roster as well. And I know all the NXT superstars feel this way too. Adam Cole, you name it, etc., etc. So Damian <clears throat> Damian Priest is going to be one of my predictions as a surprise entrant. Outside of that, there are rumors that we're getting John Cena back at WrestleMania. I don't think he's going to show up at the Rumble, especially with the fact that we're, he's not going to be in the title picture. I'm not sure if his return is going to be something like The Undertaker was doing with doing a match or two every year, so to speak. Uh, I hope to God Undertaker stays like that. Um, But we could potentially see other members of the Hurt Business, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander. Who knows? We also could see Dolph Ziggler's tag team partner, Bobby Roode, unless he gets suspended. One of my finger-crossing moments is that we get Joe. Imagine this. Somebody wrote this on Twitter. I wish I... I, I'm sorry that I, I always have to say somebody wrote this on Twitter I just can't remember. But somebody wrote this on Twitter. Imagine this. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ah! 
and then you hear Samoa Joe's music. <clears throat> Don't forget, Samoa Joe is currently on commentary. He stands up, rip away suit, unbuttoned shirt, rips his shirt, runs in for his seat at the commentary table to be filled by a JBL or a Booker T, etc., etc. Please, for the love of God, do this. One of my followers who I follow on Twitter or mutuals wrote this, and now I just can't get it out of my head. I really, I really can't. Same way that after the inauguration and Joe Biden was in, elected, I literally had like Samoa Joe's music on repeat just so I could chant, Joe, 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 Joe. No politics here, but I may have just done a little of that. So Samoa Joe could be another one of the entrants. And being that Bobby Lashley's in it, you could also potentially expect to see Riddle. Who the others are, I don't know. Now, like I said, I do expect Goldberg to be in this. I hope to God they don't have Goldberg win and then challenge Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I would love to see AJ Styles, especially with the fact that it was four, five years ago, five years ago in 2016, that AJ Styles, in fact, debuted at in the WWE at the Royal Rumble. I do, in fact, think he's going to win a Royal Rumble before his time is up in WWE. However, my gut feeling, especially with Daniel Bryan's uh, time with the mic on Friday, I think we could see a Daniel Bryan Royal Rumble moment. Now, remember, Daniel Bryan could have won the Royal Rumble in WrestleMania 30, but they went with Batista, and then the fans changed their booking, and Daniel Bryan had the two matches at WrestleMania going on to have the WrestleMania moment. He's on borrowed time. We know that. And it would be really nice for him to have a, to win the Royal Rumble. And I, I mean, he could challenge, he could challenge Drew. He could challenge Roman either, or I'd be fine with it. It, it, I think him and Roman could put off a barn burner. So take that to the bank. I, my prediction is Daniel Bryan. And there's also one more name. Same thing, like I said, with Ronda Rousey, that you cannot count out. And that name is Brock Lesnar. We, now, he currently is not under contract with WWE. So who the fuck knows? I expect him to be back for Mania. What better way to bring him back for Mania, even without the win, if he comes back at the Royal Rumble? So keep that in mind. And now we are over 47 minutes and counting as we get to the end of this show. Now, before I get into some news and administrivia, I would just like to remind you that the Royal Rumble review will be dropping on Monday. It'll be dropping, I'm hoping, Monday afternoon, special with the fact that we are, in fact, expecting a lot of snow. So I won't have to do shit. So look out for that. It's not going to be branded as a pit stop. It is going to be another episode of the Crossroads podcast, just because of how important the Royal Rumble is for the year, basically, similar to what New Year's Dash does for New Japan. And in the, the fact that Royal Rumble, you start seeing the feuds that you're going to see over the course of the year develop. Now, on to some administrivia. I got in touch with good brother, Anthony Stefano, the ramp father, who did the design for my old logo before I joined the Crossroads uh, and 
before I joined the Crossroads uh, podcast with DFDC, and then now, obviously, my show, and became a part of the Fourth Wall Pop family. I had one episode with my old podcast, and that was All Outcast that I did with good brother Nate and Great about our experience going to All Out and StarCast together. We got the Platinum Bundle. We stayed at the hot, the uh, Hyatt and Schamburg, etc., etc. Um, and uh, Ant made me a logo. Now, unfortunately things kind of fell apart with um, me doing that show. So that logo wasn't used. But I uh, shot out a feeler message to Brother Ant if he would be able to um, change the logo around a little bit to uh, for me so I could use it for merchandise. And he, in fact, obliged. So it's coming. Like, I, I've been saying that Crossroads and Dusty Dave merchandise is coming. Now it is, it's official. I cannot wait to show you guys the logo. It is going to be dope. The one thing I'm going to put in your mind to think about it is just picture the way a motorcycle club cut looks. Like, like on the back, you know how stuff's written just picture that and you'll have a general idea but be on the lookout for that once the design is finalized and uh, I settle with Ant and he sends me the uh, files I will drop it on the Twitter and then I will be able to give that to uh, good brother Bones and the rest of the guys so the crossroads slash Dusty Dave can finally have merchandise on the fourth wall pop swag shop. So now it is time I must bid you adieu. But before we do that, you can find me on Facebook, David Malkwich, M A L K I E W I C H. You can find me on Instagram, O Z T E P O eight. You can find my bunny rabbit, my daughter bunny, Juniper Bunny, Queen of the Bun Fort, first of her name, Lord of the Playpen, Master of Tritos, at J U N I P E R B U N Z. And you can find me on Twitter at I N D I E underscore D-U-S-T-Y-D-A-V-E. And you can find the show at T-H-E-K-R-O-S-S-R-H-O-D-E-S. And until next time, just remember, hashtag make it pop and hashtag TikTok to the work. Diamond Dave. Out. Enjoy Royal Rumble, everyone.